Deciduous, continuous, persevering, win their affection. Hispaniel, her parrot, and Kaka, the tortoiseshell cat, are obviously attached to her. But strange dogs snarl if she attempts to fondle them. And she tells me that when going to the farm to feed the fowls, the birds seem to sense her coming and run from the scattered corn. I have heard of cows showing this antipathy to individuals, but never before of birds. There is an excellent library here that badly needs cataloguing. The old vicar had, I believe, begun the task at the time of his fatal seizure. I've been inside the church. Anything less like dear old Garvington would be impossible to find. Architecturally, it has its points, but the unity of design, on which everything here depends, is broken by the Anchorine pew. Its privacy is an abomination. Even from the pulpit it is impossible to see inside, and I can well believe the stories of the dicing squires and their Sunday play. Miss Ankerdine refuses to use it. The glass is crude and uninteresting, but there is an uncommon chancel screen of Spanish workmanship, which somehow seems in keeping with the place. I wish it didn't. We shall miss the old familiar monuments. There is no snub-nosed crusader here. No worthy Elizabethan knight like our Sir John Parkington, kneeling in supplication with those nicely balanced families on right and left. The tombs are nearly all anchordine tombs, urns, weeping charities, disconsolate relics, and all the cold Christian virtues. You know the sort. The Ten Commandments are painted on oak panels on either side of the altar. From the anchordine pew, I doubt if you can see them. February the 11th. You ask about my neuritis. It is better, despite the fact that I have been sleeping badly. I wake up in the morning, sometimes during the night, with a burning headache and a curious tingling feeling about the tongue, which I can only attribute to indigestion. I'm trying the effect of a glass of hot water before retiring. When we move into the vicarage, we shall at least be spared the attention of the owls, which make the nights so dismal here. The place is far too shut in by trees, and I suppose too that the disused outbuildings give them shelter. Cats are bad enough, but I prefer the sound of night walkers to night flyers. It won't be long now before we meet. They're getting on splendidly with the vicarage. The painters have already started work. The new kitchen ranger's come, and is only waiting for the plumbers to put it in. Miss Ankerdine is leaving for a visit to friends in a few days' time. It seems that she always goes away about this season of the year. Wise woman. So I shall be alone next week. She said Dr. Hulse will be glad to put me up if I find the solitude oppressive, but I shan't trouble him. You would like the old butler. His name is Mason and his wife, a Scotchwoman, acts as housekeeper. The three maids are sisters. They've been with Miss Ankerdine for thirty years, and are everything that maids should be. They belong to the peculiar people. I cannot desire that they should be orthodox, if I could be sure that Dr. Hulse was as well served. February the 13th. I had an experience last night which moved me strangely. I hardly know what to make of it. I went to bed at half-past ten, after a quiet evening with Miss Ankerdine. 
I thought she seemed in rather poor spirits and tried to cheer her by reading aloud. She chose a chapter from the Vicar of Wakefield. I awoke soon after one with an intolerable feeling of oppression, almost of dread. I was conscious too, and in some way my alarm was associated with this of a burning, tingling, piercing pain in my tongue. I got up from bed and was about to pour myself out a glass of water when I heard the sound of someone speaking. The voice was low and continuous and seemed to come from an adjoining room. I slipped on my dressing gown and, candle in hand, went out into the corridor. For a moment I stood in silence. Frankly, I was afraid. The voice proceeded from a room two doors away from mine. As I listened, I recognised it as Miss Ankerdine's. She was repeating the Benedictite. There were such depths of sadness. So much of.